every episode of Final Space. 23 fans, storyboard artists, producers, composers, animators, designers, voice actors. Welcome to Volume 3 of the Into Final Space Podcast, hosted by Gabe Jones. We're back with another episode of Into Final Space. We've got a new Fantrexian Ricky here with us today as we chat about Season 2, Episode 8, The Remembered. We also welcome back to this season of the podcast composer Andrew Goodwin, who was on with us just two episodes ago and is awesome enough to come back and chat about this episode of Final Space. Let's get into it. All right, we're back on Skype today with Andrew Goodwin, uh, of course, one of the composers on Final Space, and you listened two episodes ago. Uh, he was in episode number 16 for this season where we went over the Arachnitex, and he is back today to talk about season two, uh, episode number eight, The Remembered. Um, we're so glad to have him back on. My fan track scene today uh, is Ricky. Uh, thank you guys again so much for being here. Um, of course, as we do, we're just going to start with a little bit of an introduction. Andrew, can you tell us what you do on Final Space? Sure, I'm one of the composers on Final Space. Just write music. <laughs> awesome. And uh, Ricky, is there anything you'd like to tell us about yourself? Oh, um, I work um, for Amazon uh, procurement. And uh, well, as an interesting fact, uh, I'm an aircraft pilot. And I really love all things sci-fi and uh, Final space just re- hit just all the right spots. <laughs> awesome. Well, welcome to the show, Andrew. Welcome back. Uh, thank you again for joining us for a second episode this season. Um, as usual, I am going to take a step back. Uh, and Ricky, you have the floor. You can go ahead and ask your first question. Okay, here we go. Um, Andrew. Uh, music is such an important element to convey feelings to a scene. Uh, sometimes music alone can describe what is happening in a certain situation or what the characters are feeling. Uh, can you describe the creating process behind your compositions for an episode? Um, how do you align with this, uh, this with other teams? Like, do you meet uh, with the storyboarding team and the director beforehand? How, how this goes about Gotcha. Yeah, specifically Final Space, um, a lot of the time they they send us the episode um, with some music already in it, and we'll kind of understand a little bit about what they want, um, whether they want like a, you know, a sad piano sound or they want a big action cue. And sometimes they send us that stuff when we do something completely different. So it goes, it's just an initial guide of like, hey, this is probably what they want here. But also... Um, you know, TV moves really fast. And so that's why that's kind of there. It's just a way for us to get started. Um, but a lot of times Olin will say, hey, there's a scene in the next episode. I want something like this. Um, and he'll kind of discuss it with us. But essentially, we would write the music for the episode. And then like a week later, we would have um, kind of the session with every with uh, David Sachs and Olin and, and the director um, and all the people. Um, and they would kind of go over um, what they wanted, but also kind of based on what we've already done. Um, so it's like we have we already have music to talk about at that point at the meeting, you know, whether it's the right stuff or not. Um, hopefully some of it is. Um, 
so it's kind of a I, I guess basically we we make it first we make what we think would work first and then we bring it to them and then they kind of were giving us direction um which maybe is a little backwards but method um but i feel like it works too because i get to not be influenced in a sense I just, i'm just doing what i think works um which is a more pure thing you know every now and then you get something really great that way <laughs> yeah definitely and uh going back to an earlier episode this season on the podcast we talked to uh, jake sidwell and he said that you guys are pretty much involved as soon as boards are done you know they kind of give you an idea of you know what they kind of want to see uh towards the beginning even if stuff changes along the way um yeah. you're uh, you're pretty early in the process uh brought on trying to score for each episode yeah yeah as, as uh as hans zimmer says um this is basically like when should you start on my next project and it's like when you know about it <laughs> not, not when not when uh it's it, you know they start filming it when you you've heard about it you know you know, you know you're going to be working on it and it, it may be seven months out but you start collecting sound you think may work you start making you know like final space is going to have big action scenes you better be making big drum beats you know <laughs> like giant drum sounds and um you know space pads and just you, know, you just start collecting and that way when it comes time to really work you have a huge library of stuff that's custom that you're excited about you know to kind of work from instead of having to create that in the middle of it which still happens but <laughs> <laughs> right awesome uh yeah ricky you have uh, another question yes um was wondering what's your favorite character in final space and why I think I like Tribor. It just he just makes me laugh. I mean, it, it's simple as that. You know, um, I, I like comedy stuff, and and you know, when you're working on a TV show, it's really fast paced, and it can be very very stressful. Um, and and it's just nice sometimes when you're having to work on a scene, and it's just funny. You know, even though you're you're stressed out, and you just laugh every time at that same joke because it's funny. <laughs> um, or or when you get the cue right, and it just you know, like like episode. I think I'll take it one and six where he he does a he does a, a move like a pose move and there's like a flute with <laughs> it just sounds really funny. but it's just that's that's kind of one of the reasons why so for me like that that became a character that I just enjoyed because he was just so he didn't take himself seriously I guess I felt like and and he was just always funny and I kind of like that as a a way to, to navigate um working on final space Yeah, he'd be a, he became a big, big fan favorite through season two. Because, of course, we didn't see very much of him through season one until we find out he's the leader of the resistance or yeah. whatever. And, uh, <laughs> or the quickly, rebellion, or the, <laughs> yeah, the insurgency. Uh, so he, <laughs> <laughs> he quickly became a, a really big, uh, really funny character through season two. And I'm, I'm excited to see, um, Hopefully, he becomes kind of the comedic relief through the horror of whatever lies yeah, <laughs> whatever, ahead whatever next season. Yeah, whatever they're going to throw at us in season three, which I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> right. Awesome. Uh, Ricky, another question? Um, well, starting more like a comment. Um, I think the Remember, this episode, uh, has to be one of my favorite episodes. Well, first, because they bring back Avocado. <laughs> uh, 
there is so much to unpack, but the main themes, in my opinion, are about uh, family and making the best of what uh, we can with the little time we've gotten. Uh, even if uh, playing as a running joke, the chain events that uh, the, the chain events to the, the winter's family tra- tragedy. So one thing came to the next and provoked the next, uh, like a domino effect. Um, how every action and decision has a consequence. Also the, about the opportunities and sacrifice. Um, when we see something and we do something about it. Uh, how when confronted with conflicting priorities, uh, Gary sacrificed twice to save a friend. Uh, when you first read the script, here's com- here comes the question. Uh, when you first read the script, uh, what did you feel about the episode? Um, I knew... I mean, obviously, with Avocado coming back, I knew it was going to be, you know, like uh, a lot of really important moments. <laughs> not that not that any moments are not important, but, um, you know, that we really had to, you know, get that right and and have, you, you know, because I mean, it, it, in their world, I mean, obviously, he was he was dead and they were trying to deal with how do we live without this person? And then all of a sudden he's back, you know, but there are issues and it was just a lot of. I don't know. It was, yeah, it was just, I guess, emotionally, I was trying to think through the music, like the end, that one, when they jump out of the ship to save them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just trying to really get, get that, that emotional. It's hard to describe emotionally, but like <laughs> I knew what it, I knew what it, I knew what a, you know, it, it could feel like, you know, and that's actually a song. Um, Shelby wrote the initial chords and did some vocals and then sent that to me. And then I added like the top melodies with the cello and some different things on it. Um, and uh, yeah, but it's like that. I guess it's just how I work. Cause I'm just, I just sense it. It's, it's very hard for me to describe it in words sometimes. Yeah, you're fine. Um, I just kind of sense you know, how important that was and, and how, you know, it affected everybody. Like you said, it's a family thing. It's like Gary and all the, all the characters and especially obviously little Kato. Um, and, uh, and then, and then the, the circumstances they were meeting him and it was, it was, it was so quick, you know, there's no time. They have to go right then to, to get everything accomplished. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was great. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, and that episode kind of echoed epo- episode six of the first season, uh, of course, when Avocado died because they grabbed him as he died um, or as he was dying. Um, so, yeah, trying to hit those beats that, uh, you know, episode six really delivered in the first season, um, you know, trying to create this kind of uplifting feeling like, oh, we're saving him uh, at the same time uh, from such a tragic moment that I really think gripped a lot of fans of the show. Um, I can imagine was both difficult and fulfilling. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. I, uh, yeah, I secretly uh, waited, like hoped that this would happen because uh, during season f- uh, one, they didn't remove him from the intro. Obviously, it could have been that it was just one intro for the season, right? But he's still there, and but he's dead, but he's still there. So yeah. <laughs> how how is he coming back? Because it's my favorite character. But 
I, I did notice um, uh, rewatching it recently that in it, you look at the opening credits and it actually says Cody Galloway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Credit. So I was like, so if you're really paying attention, you might have like clued in earlier, slightly earlier that Avocado was coming back. You know, um, so that was yeah. Kinda- but <laughs> you can never have anything for certain because also there is some big surprises it could be every a single yeah, it could have been a That's for certain. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, your next question. Well, um, what is your favorite scene of the episode? That one, I think I liked the one with uh, Lord Commander towards the end. Um, that was, it was just, it was just fun. I think that was really the only like Lord Commander scene that I had done, and he wasn't in season two as much, obviously. Um, and that was a nice. It was just a, you know, there wasn't a lot of noise going on. It was just like Gary and, and Laura Commander having conversations. So I really got to like bring in that mood and, and get it set in really well. And I, I just loved how that that worked. Um, it's, just, it's just fun to do simpler stuff sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, another question. Um, what is it that you like the most about Final Space as a, as a show? As a... I like that it really, you kind of, you get to do everything, I guess. You know, if, you know, we get to, we get to write a dance song, then we get to write a big epic action cue, then we get to do an emotional piano thing, then we get to do ridiculous music for tribor that's funny you know and like it, you just don't get bored you know like it, it's it's not like you're doing all really dark you know soft piano music or you're doing all epic action score you know you, you get to do everything and so it definitely keeps you on your toes and it, it scratches you but you know it's also always really exciting you know the next episode could be something completely different you know <laughs> I really enjoyed that, and I, I look forward to hopefully continuing some of that. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. It's always uh, really fun to watch because you don't know what's going to happen next. Um, Olin's really good at just throwing the show completely for a loop, and <laughs> you, don't, you don't know, you don't see what's going to happen. Yeah, and uh, Ricky, you have one more, a little personal question uh, for Andrew. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was uh, rewatching the episode many, many times um, to feel what will be the very best last question. And if you could use a time warm yourself uh, to go to the past, what would you try to change? Gotcha, man. I think the only main thing is I wish I could go back and you know, just kind of, I, I guess the idea would be like letting myself know that this type of thing is possible for me um, to do as something, you know, that I want to do. And maybe I would have spent, you know, I feel like I spent a lot of time playing guitar and writing songs and stuff when I was younger. But, you know, if, if I could have um, focused in on it a little bit more directly, you know, and said, hey, this is what I want to do. So, I'm going to spend X amount of time doing these, practicing these skills, you know, whatever they may be like writing music or, or whatever. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I use that time to have fun sometimes and just learn other things. Um, 
you know so yeah i don't know <laughs> that's perfect yeah um i mean there's a lot of times when we want to go back and kind of you know tell ourselves like hey yeah you can do this thing that you're really passionate about and that you really love yeah th- i think it just would have taken some of the stress out of um my my living <laughs> for a while. <laughs> you know if, if i if i could have known like like hey like if you work at this really hard you you can have a shot at this you know it, it, it's it's not impossible you know it, it's difficult you know you may not get it but it's not impossible you know i think if i had understood that a little bit earlier um i might have enjoyed some some of the times better but um you know hey <laughs> <laughs> awesome well uh Thank you, Ricky, for asking some great questions on this episode. Andrew, for joining us once again on the podcast. We're always so glad to have you on. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for tuning in and sitting down with Ricky and me as we chatted with Andrew once more this season. Make sure you hop on over to the Into Final Space Discord server to chat with us after you give this episode a listen. Once again, huge thanks to Andrew for being on not one, but two episodes this season. We're so thankful to have him on the show with us. For more on the podcast, you can go over to Instagram and Twitter and follow us at Into Final Space and give me a follow at Gabriel W. Jones also on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time on Into Final Space. Thanks, guys.